to think for a moment, who's the best uh, boss you've ever had in your life, or maybe the best teacher, the best coach? You know, we've probably all had uh, people in our history who have had a really significant influence on us, and probably the reason we would rank them up there as the best is because they helped us to develop, they helped us to become better, and uh, they were truly invested in our lives. And uh, th this gospel today, the Solemnity of Christ the King, I think has us reflect on the use of power. And her description one time, uh, de definition for, for leadership is, is the wise use of power. And we certainly see in our world the misuse of power. But uh, when it's used wisely, it can really bring life and help people become better. And the Solemnity has us reflect on how did Jesus exercise his power his authority, you know, king is someone who has influence. And uh, I think for Pontius Pilate, he's, he's confused when he, here it's, it's this, right before Jesus is going to go to the cross, and he's led before Pontius Pilate, he's bound, and he doesn't seem very powerful at all. And I think Pontius Pilate is confused because he's probably thinking Jesus is another one of these uh, political power mongers, he's going to be an insurrectionist, kind of a worldly power type of person, but so he's very confused by, by Jesus, and they have this, there's an interrogation, and uh, you're the king of the Jews, and they get to talking about truth. And again, Pontius Pilate is confused. And what does Jesus uh, lead him toward? What is the, what is the exercise of Jesus' power? You know, one of the uh, great uh, uh, historical figures in world history who was a very powerful person, I think had great insight into Jesus and his authority. It was Napoleon Bonaparte, he, he, he said this one time. He says, Alexander the Great, Caesar Charlemagne, and I founded great empires. But upon what did the creations of our genius depend? Upon force. Jesus Christ founded his empire on love, and at this hour millions of people would die for him. You know, Jesus never forced anyone to follow him. He never coerced him, never twisted any arms. He had great gifts to bring, but they had to be freely received. And when you look at Jesus on the, on, on, on the cross, again, it doesn't look like an image of great power. It almost looks like an image of defeat. But we know he has risen. And what did Jesus bring that changed his lives as he reigns from the cross? I want to mention a few things. You know, the first is, his, uh, is, is the gift of forgiveness and mercy. You know, when Jesus went to the cross, he took upon himself all the sins of humanity, those who lived before him, his contemporaries, everyone who would come after him. He took all that on himself, human sinfulness. He took upon himself all the genocides, all the hatreds, all the greed, the lust, the pettiness, the sins of humanity. And it was crucified with him, so it would never have the ultimate power but rather the ultimate power would be found in forgiveness and, and God's mercy. You know, the suffering of Jesus on the cross physically was tremendous to be crucified, but the greatest suffering for Jesus, I believe, was the weight of that sinfulness. And his love, sacrificial love, that was crucified with him so that we could really know forgiveness and mercy. Now, that's, that's power. And uh, again, we have, to, we have to receive it and we have to internalize it but it's a great gift that flows from the cross. You know, a second thing, and it's connected with the, the, the crucifix, and imagine yourself at the foot of the cross, looking up at Jesus, he's dying on the cross. Jesus didn't say these words, but I think these, these words 
are from his truth, the truth of the gospel. And as you look at him, eyeball to eyeball, Jesus says to each one of us, you're worth dying for. You're worth dying for. And, you know, if we have humility, we're very in touch with our weaknesses and our sins and our flaws. And we, not, we may not feel like we are worth dying for. We may feel so unworthy. But it's not about necessarily how we feel, but it's rather how God looks upon us. And I think as he looks upon you and me from the cross, we were worth dying for. And that's a love of another kind. That's a sacrificial love. And when we internalize that, and again, Jesus never forces anyone to do anything. But when we freely internalize that kind of love, that really, it really changes us from, from the inside out. And I think it strengthens us to share that type of love. And again, it's not necessarily, it's, it's even beyond a, a, a worldly love. It, it comes from God's grace. And I think that's a beautiful gift for each one of us here. But we, we, have, to, we have to give our yes, our assent to that great gift. Another uh, sign of Jesus' power and the truth of the gospel. And you read through the gospels and there's certain threads that weave its way through. And I think a very important one is that in Jesus' message, all people matter to God, are important to God. And sometimes we don't feel that way. But it doesn't matter our race, our religion. It doesn't matter our ethnicity. It doesn't matter how old we are. It doesn't matter our socioeconomic status. The diversity of humanity. All people are important to God. And when Jesus went to the cross, and what he communicates through, through the crucifix, through his sacrificial love, is that he desires to bring into each one of us a love of another kind. A sacrificial love and uh, you know we look around our world and life can be very cheap can it I mean almost discardable how people sometimes treat each other and the Lord's vision is so different and I think what he wants us to do he wants to internalize that truth of the gospel that there's a sacred dignity and value and worth to every human life from the time in the womb all the way to the end of life and I think that's so important for us to carry and live in our world where, again, life can be very, very cheap. You know, you read through the Gospels, and I encourage you, if, if you have a chance sometime, to just to, uh, the shortest Gospel is Mark, and just to read through that from the beginning to end. It doesn't take a whole, a long time. And just to observe, what did Jesus say? What did he do? And I think at the core, the truth of the Gospel, Jesus lifted people up. It could be words of forgiveness, words of healing. It could be words of challenge. Sometimes he's very challenging. It could be uh, words of consolation. But in his actions, what did he do? He lifted people up. You know, each one of us here, you know, we, have, uh, we actually have more power than we realize. And we have, the, we have the power, I believe, to curse. We have the power to bless. And when I say curse, I don't mean, I'm not talking about profanity. But through our words, we can, we can really tear others down. We can say words that get cut right to the core, that damage, that can even destroy. Sometimes the people we're closest to, we have that, we have that power. How about our actions? The same thing. Our, 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 our actions can curse and damage and even destroy and diminish. But our words can also bless. They can, they can lift up. They can encourage. They can empower. And we, we have that power. Our actions can do the same thing.
And I think a good examination at the end of the day, because over the course of a day, we all, we all, there's a lot of words that come out of our mouths. You know, do they lift up? Uh, do they tear down? Sometimes we have bad days, and we, we all know the experience of anger and losing our patience. But for the most part, do our words lift up or do they diminish? So as we, uh, we celebrate the solemnity of Christ the King today, a great, uh, a great solemnity in the, in the life of the church, and our King, our ruler, our Lord, he reigns from a, a, a crucifix. And I think the reason why we have the crucifix in the church, and we do believe in the resurrection, Jesus is risen, but I think our Lord wants to know that he will do anything so that we can have a life, even lay down his life. And he's not going to force us, but when we allow him to be the Lord, the ruler of our hearts, on the throne of our hearts, life changes, and it's better, and it's richer, it's fuller, and we're strengthened to live the gospel message. So as we gather today, let's just pause for a moment, and let us just meditate for just a, a brief moment upon the crucifix, and the truth of the gospel, and the great gifts that flow from the, the, the crucifix, and ask Jesus to help us, allow him to be more and more the center on the throne of our hearts, and strengthen us, his disciples, in the world.